Well, it is seven o'clock. Uh, thank you all for showing up. For those of you that are entering into uh, the webinar, welcome into our Merry Couples panel uh, hosted by our Emmanuel Live to our Reverend Joel, the Emmanuel Pastor, Digital Everywhere happening. Um, we got some amazing couples. We're gonna get our introductions. But before we do that, we'll open in prayer. Reverend Joel, I'll let you do that. I'll ground us in some scripture. And then I am excited to see where this goes. <laughs> uh, great. Reverend Joel, I hand it over to you. <laughs> great. Let's all go to the Lord in prayer. Father in heaven, we thank you for this day, God. We thank you for another opportunity to be in the land of the living. Yes. We don't take it for granted that last night's lying down was someone's last. And so mm -hmm. for us to be here today, God, we are grateful. Not yes, only Lord. grateful to be here, but grateful to be next to our spouse. Yes. Yes, nothing, that, nothing has happened that has caused us to be apart from one another that we can see this day together. And for that, we are thankful and grateful. Master, we pray that you would allow us to go into this session and talk about the things that we've learned, yes. the experiences that we've had over the years. Yes, God, we, we all declare in unity that the same God that we made our vows to is the same God that we all serve. And we continue to serve, and that has kept our kept our marriage thus far. Yes, and that is the same God that'll yeah. lead us home. And so, God, we just pray that we would allow us to help somebody today as we just share knowledge and, and the wisdom that you've given each of us. May it help someone else who's married. May it help someone who's contemplating marriage. May it just be a help to someone in general yes, through life. And God, we'll be also careful to give you the praise, glory, and honor. Be with us this day. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Again, welcome to those of you that are joining our webinar, our time to kind of have this panel. And I want to make sure that we get a chance to do some introductions. So uh, we'll lead out and then we'll let others jump in. I am Pastor Jason and this and we have been married for 15 I'm technically no but it is <laughs> 14 until next week 15. oh, oh that's right anniversary on the way so excited to have this conversation <laughs> all right more is y'all want to go next sure sure uh joel and moisa more we have been married uh in two months it'll be 28 years Oh, so uh, <laughs> the God, God, God willing to be 28. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. All right, Halls. All right. Uh, my name is Cedric. I'm Raven. And we will be married eight years in November. Oh. Nice. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> and of course, the Dixons. Hello, my name is Rod. And I'm Terry. And we have been married, it'll be 36 years. Wow. Yes. Yeah, no, honey, 36. Oh, that's. <laughs> <laughs> start losing track. Okay. We see that this is going to be like already. <laughs> <laughs> it's called long. No, I told you. <laughs> it's been a long time. Long time. <laughs> okay. Well, one of the reasons uh, that it was on my heart to continue the panel is uh, the outpouring of conversation that I had from the last couple of sermons that we talked about marriage. And one of the things that at least pressed on my heart is that there are a lot of people that are struggling uh, within their marriages, how to enter, those that are leaving, like it's, and uh, 
There's a space where we just don't talk about it enough. So today, uh, we're not trying to be super biblical or super holy. We're going we gonna to hold to Jesus, but we're just going to be honest because there's some times where stuff just don't line up the way that we thought it would. Uh, but also the, the hope is to give us all encouragement for what this can look like and how God forms us together. So I'm going to read our scripture one more time just to let us know where we started from. Then <laughs> we'll leave it to <laughs> Because it seems like this scripture has so much, you know, to say mm -hmm. to all of us. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to offer it again uh, for everyone to hear. So I'll start at uh, Colossians chapter three, starting at verse 18 this time. And it says, wives, submit to your husbands as is fitting for those who belong to the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and never treat them harshly. Children, always obey your parents for this pleases the Lord. And fathers, do not aggravate your children or they will become discouraged. So as we get ready to start, uh, I'm going to jump in with our first question. I do see a hand raised. We're going to get to Q&A uh, after we go through a couple of questions just to give you heads up. So we will jump to questions soon. However, right now we're going to start with some pre-questions. And so I want to open the floor. How would you define marriage? And what does that mean to you? So for those of you that are attending, you can drop your answers into the chat. For those on the panel, uh, <clears throat> let's see who wants to lead out with our first question. <laughs> All right, it's a tough one. All right, so she's, she's already raised a hand. She's volunteered us. So, so we really, we took a different approach to the way we defined marriage and also what it means to us. We actually did it first individually, and then we worked together to compare and contrast our answers. Oddly enough, we came out almost spot on. So we agreed that it's the godly union of two people as partners in a committed and long-term long relationship. relationship. So long-term, and we said it together because that should be highlighted and underlined, <laughs> a long-term relationship. And what it means to us a true partnership in all aspects of our lives, regardless of what it is. And that's including managing the household, raising a family, financial decisions, everything. Mm -hmm. And over the, the number of years that we've been together, there's been a number of, of opportunities for us to diverge, but we continue to keep coming back and being on one accord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody else want to jump in? <clears throat> I think I think opposite. <laughs> I think it's not, as, well, for me, uh, it's not as, it doesn't have to be long-term to be a marriage. It doesn't have to be godly to be a marriage. It's two people transitioning life together. And, you know, that applies to whether you're Baptist, Christian, or non-denominational, you're still married. Um, and I just kind of keep it light that way. So I don't put too much pressure on getting to the, the 50 year <laughs> mark, you know, so. That's right. Excellent. I, like I said, you just said that. No, I already made her way I, out. I guess, yeah, I think it's it's the same for me. Like it, a marriage is between two people living their lives or bringing their lives together to have that journey together. Uh, I think in our case, that's how we live. We we work together. We talk together. We discuss things. Um, we go our separate ways, but we always come back and we're together uh, and enjoying our lives together. Um, especially with two small kids um coming together and enjoying and laughing and having fun and discussing the problems we have but 
always trying to work together. Yeah. Uh, yes. Through this, this journey of life. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Definitely. <clears throat> I think we said some of the same things that you guys have mentioned in a commitment between two people, but we also look at it as a, a covenant made mm -hmm. uh, with God. And, and, and we also wanted to add that it was ordained. Mm -hmm. um, I really believe that there was a, a call uh, for that that for her to have my rib. You know, I mean, I think I think that that I, I believe in that strongly. That while you know we lived in two separate places, while she was on the playground as a little girl, she she contained my rib. And when I think about it like that, it also gives me that uh, that worship for the Lord that He would think so much of me to give me exactly what I need. And over time, I, you know, you, you, you see the proof, right? You see the proof in, in circumstances that, that it was ordained by God for us to be together. And I think if more people looked at it as an ordination that God did this, mm -hmm. you probably would be less amped to walk away, you know, yes. from something God gave. Yes. So the only thing I would say is just that God ordained. Yeah. 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 And that's hoping that it is God ordained, right? Cause I imagine there are some, uh, People ordained. <laughs> I said there was proof. You got to be proof, though. I, said, yeah. I got proof, though. <laughs> right. right like, you know, if you show is fine, the Lord has ordained. <laughs> right, get, us some, uh, get us into some trouble. And I think I think we, we echo a lot of the same sentiments. Uh, I think we, at least for me, too, uh, the idea of, of God origination of this, whether whether we believe in God or not, right? I think that the institution still kind of sits there. And, uh, and that doesn't mean that just because we believe that we don't have the same challenges, that right. we may not end up in divorce, right? Like there's some, there's some really yes. challenging things that may lead us there. But I think that is our jumping off point, the right. unity that we get, um, and even kind of what I mentioned uh, on Sunday, this idea of companionship, character development, which is something that I, I wish I would have paid more attention to joining in, uh, the starting marriage, but then also this idea of procreation, like this becomes the quintessential unit of, of humanity and what that uh -huh. does for us uh, is, is hugely important and that level of commitment. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything <clears throat> I said pretty much is. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> you, you kind of, you finished it when you said, um, a union with God. Mm -hmm. And that was, that was my biggest thing, you know, the two people coming together, um, and joining, becoming one under God. Yeah. And so yeah. that was my thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, so now, you know, we sound great now. And so, you know, it sounds like we got this all together. Yeah. So now let's stir the pot a little bit. Uh -oh. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> when you all hear the word submission, what does that look like? Do you do you all believe in that concept in your marriage for wives to submit? And if so, what is it? How does that play out in your marriages? <clears throat> My wife is laughing already. She was like, <laughs> 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 say another word. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but when I hear the word submit, it's like I, I start to glitch, right? And, mm -hmm. like, I don't know if I like how that sounds. <laughs> only, only because the word submit, it, it has a bad history. Right. Especially yeah. when it comes to how men used to treat and some will still treat their wives or yes. the lady that they are with. And it was used to control. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then submit 
the slave masters will say to their slaves. And so when I hear that word, I'm like, oh, okay, wait. Okay, doesn't mean it like that. Doesn't mean it like that. Just you know, think of it the way that it's meant. Um, but but for me, like I was uh, telling my husband earlier, for me, submit means to to follow. And if I know that um, he is God fearing in all of the ways that he is leading, he's taking his instructions from God, and so it's easier for me to follow. Um, us coming here from Chicago, I've never moved away from home. I've always stayed, not just in Chicago, but also with my mom. And so the moving out of her house is fine for me because I guess <laughs> we're moving out. <laughs> but the moving to a different state that was far away, that was hard for me. Um, but I always remember the story about Lot's wife and how she turned into a pillar of salt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, okay, God, I, I, I'm following you ultimately, right. but I'm following my husband. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. You say, I just want to make sure y'all heard <laughs> you say she followed me. Now, now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Now, <laughs> recording this right. This is recording. This time. Glory to God. Now, it's not, recorded. I'm not going to pretend as if I get up and, and you know, prance around every time he says, you know, mm-hmm. let's go. And like, okay, honey, we're. No, I got. I have attitude sometimes. I'm a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I have attitude. Sometimes. I said sometimes. First submission. I said sometimes. Of attitude ever. There's <laughs> attitude. Never attitude. Um, and I have to, you know, just kind of come, come, come down and say, all right. I guess. <laughs> so when y'all see this ping pong table in our front room, we will okay, figure out. Okay. That's right. Well, really... <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let somebody else jump in. That's not of God. That's not of God. <laughs> Thank you, Raymond. Thank you. Yeah, no submission to that. Where, where you at, Raymond? Come on. Uh, well, I have to say, uh, kind of same thing. Like whenever I, I never always heard that that verse is submit to your your husbands or be submissive but I've never even thought about that in the, my marriage or one one requiring submission to but <laughs> that's just think about that's it. Husbands. but it's still, but it's still like like you said like <laughs> allow me to lead and but she can voice her thoughts her opinions she has that <laughs> partnership but it's not like we're doing this or right. I, I don't believe in that especially coming from a southern traditional Baptist family mm. uh, I, I never thought of it that way you know I'm not I'm not that way because you're always wrong, like back then have the food cooked be ready or whatever right or never even considered having that in my marriage you know because I don't temperature expectations okay but I think I, I, down, I for this. But I think I think the other reason is like at some at let me lead some or let me lead. We talk about it. We discuss what we're doing. Yeah. Um she took a big step coming out here with when I got the job as well. She left her family in Texas. Um and we came out here starting our own lives together. So and she's been allowing me to take the steps. She listened to my crazy idea of getting a house and moving out here to Tracy. Uh so but I've always offered it up to her and listened to her feedback. It was just her not being submissive, but I guess, you know, some way. I, I think you know. 
just kind of understanding how how we work i need stability and he needs to explore <laughs> and so a lot of times uh i see submission as do i trust him to make this decision mm -hmm. and if i can trust that he's thought this through then i can find stability once he's figured it out because <laughs> i'm never going to look forward to say oh we need a bigger house or we need to move to another state like that's not me that's him <laughs> and he's typically presenting it to me and i have to remember do i trust him to make that choice and if i can answer yes then we move forward because i don't want to think about moving ever yes. <laughs> so it's just it's his job to kind of well his role to take that and I have to just say, okay, I think I can trust. He's shown me that he's making quality choices and yeah. I can really trust that. Yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily submission, it's more trust. trust. Right. Mm. Well, I, like I, tr I trust yeah. is a submission a little bit. I think you, I, yeah. I, I was gonna pull yeah. that out. Reverend, go ahead, Reverend, you got it. <laughs> no, I, you know, I talk all the time and you got I'm always talking. So I, I want to hear everybody else and then I'm gonna let Mo get, answer this one. <laughs> <laughs> It was funny when we were talking about it, it was just, we first start, I talked about a partnership. Like for me, it's easy. For instance, when we moved out here, I would never have made this move. I am so, um, I stay very in my comfort zone. So I would have never made this move, but he really believed in it. And when people say submission, I just think it's okay. I prayed about it. I trust that he's going to make the right decisions for our family. And it's like, I just go with that. I don't, I don't think in our marriage, we've ever had that kind of relationship where it's like, you say something and that's how it goes. Mm -hmm. There can be times where I say something and he doesn't agree with it, but then he'll come back and say, you know what, I thought about it and that makes sense. So I just think that's why with that first question, that partnership, mm -hmm. that means a lot because that's really how we make our decisions. And I never ever thought about submission in that way. I just trust him as my husband. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like uh, Ephesians 5's uh, reference to it because it says, it doesn't say just the wife, it says submit to one another. Yes. And, and I, I particularly like that because I feel like sometimes God can be working through her and not me. Yes. I'm reminded of a, of a verse uh, that I remember uh, where Moses, was commanded to uh, be circumcised or circumcise his kids. Yeah, He didn't do it. And Zipporah, his wife, had to go do it for him. Otherwise, God was going to kill He was going to have to die. And she went ahead and did it. So my thing is, is I feel like sometimes yeah. I need to submit to wait for her. And in the situation of this move, I didn't want to do it. It was totally her push. So she says it was me. I'm saying it was her. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, you know I, the job had to line up uh uh you know what am i going to do with ministry that had to line up right. all those things lined up but you stepped I, out first i agree with you first <laughs> no no i agree with her <laughs> and then once i agreed then god started revealing little things along the way and said you know what you should have just listen. i submitted i submitted to what i thought god was saying through her and i think that that is the partnership is okay. sometimes I may not be connected. You know, you could just be having a bad day and be disconnected. And mm -hmm. I may I may need to submit to what she's trying to tell me okay. in order to get, set me back straight, you know, because I've been wrong a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, and you can imagine in, in 28 years, I've been wrong a lot. And, <laughs> and if I made a bad decision or a decision without her, 
you know, I had to, I had to eat that. Yeah. And it was on me as the leader. And so I've learned over time that it's a partnership. And sometimes I just need to, hey, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. And follow her lead. And that's me submitting to her mm-hmm. and, and letting her do it. You know what I mean? And, and, and you know, likewise, I never thought of it like you guys all yeah. said. I never thought of it like I need you to go in and cook for me. That's just not, right. that's not the modern that's not a modern definition of marriage at all. That's totally old school. Right. And if people just- I would have worked in the 50s. Yeah, yeah. Now when yeah. we both work. Not, you know what I mean? You have kids and- Right. You look at this. You go in there and cook. Right. <laughs> I'm right. getting to work. <laughs> it's like you work. You go work. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, I turned over to Deacon and, uh, and Terry. <laughs> so, you know, I we both paused at this question when we came back together. We said, what did you put? And I, I didn't really put anything. I actually went and got a definition because I was like, what, what is this word? So <laughs> willful deploy of oneself in service to your partner. So the word partner, partnership. The other thing that comes to mind is that we respect each other and our knowledge and skill set mm-hmm. on what we're experts in, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So like there's health things uh, because I'm in the medical profession. So he will trust my judgment and decisions on various things as it relates to that. And not second guess. And not second guess it at all. Mm -hmm. There's things that I know that he has knowledge on and as as individual, as you guys have said, I've got to trust that he's making the right decision and leading us down the right path. Same same thing. So it's a mutual respect and partnership. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes we have to talk things out um, and I remember someone years ago telling me, it was actually a manager who talked about silver bullets. Mm-hmm. And I believe that there are certain things that you have. So you can't pull out a silver bullet on every issue yes. because okay. you're going to have a disagreement about things. You're going to want it your way. I'm going to want it my mm-hmm. way. And someone's going to have to say, you know what, let's, let's do it this way. And I believe that there are times that either one of us can have a silver bullet. This is just a silver bullet for me. And you talked about moving and we too had to move cross country. And it just seems to be a woman thing about (laughs) I married you. And within a short period of time, you're taking me 3,000 miles away from my family. It's the best way to start a marriage. (laughs) Anybody? Within one year. Within one year, less than one year of marriage. We had to celebrate out here and I was looking like this. (laughs) it was like so those are the kind of things where it's like you have to trust you have to um respect one another and understand that somebody might have more information and knowledge or be directed by god and you have to be able to pause and say okay she's got us he's got us and ultimately god's got us so um that's kind of how we approached it and i agree with you sister poche the word submission has such a That's bad right. connotation to it mm-hmm. that it's kind of hard to really look at that word and apply it to a loving, caring relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing that kept jumping out. Like every time we had conversations or when I talked to other people, I was hearing so much of what it was not meant to be. Yes. I felt like we were running away from God's design for something, mm-hmm. right? Because Absolutely. we hear submission as if it's isolated. Right? Mm-hmm. The submission is terrible if somebody is lording it over you. It's terrible if somebody does not love you. It is terrible if somebody yes. is not pulling you in. 
but in the, the willful submission uh, that's given there, and then what's coming next, when we talk about what is this love, this sacrificial love look like, mm -hmm. we have those two things kind of constantly working together. It's beautiful. Now, the challenges are when they don't, right? right? Like right. we've all been able to talk about good times. You know, this, this thing worked out, but if she would have moved here, like we initially did, and yes. things were working out like they are now, yes. you know, early on, it was like, I'm going back home, right? Mm -hmm. And so <laughs> I tell this in jest, but this is serious. I never, the reason why she has the truck that she has is because I was trying to keep her in California. <laughs> she was on her way back. Folks so looking at me like, listen, y'all don't understand. I was almost out of here. That's this right. Was the only thing that kept her here, she was like, well, maybe we'll make this work, right? That's right. Mm -hmm. Because it didn't seem like it was working initially. And that, that led to some really difficult times, yeah. right? right. Uh, when you somebody does make a bad decision, mm -hmm. right? Like yes. Reverend Joseph, none of us make good decisions all the time. All and the time. I'm going to take exactly. this one time, one time for her to remind me regularly. Well, you do know uh, that you was wrong. <laughs> you might have been right 10 times, but that one time you was wrong gives me pause. <laughs> that was a doozy. That's right. That's right. <laughs> But I think, I think, like you said, it's it's trusting in each other because sometimes I have ideas in my head and she'll she'll bring me back to earth and be like, no, we don't need to do that. Or mm -hmm. we don't need that. <laughs> and I have to trust her because she has insight of what also this family needs or what we need. Absolutely. So um, it is a big <laughs> trust, but knowing and letting your partner keep you in check as well is a big thing. Mm -hmm. Is it called bring you back to earth, brother? Or is it shooting your ideas down? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. I've been hearing about this ping pong table over and over again. I really want one, but one day we're going to get it. Y'all don't know what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> I think in all relationships, well, not all, but I think there's a kite and there's a string, and there's the kite and there's the string that anchors it to the ground. Huh. Mm -hmm. like I like that. Absolutely. You can go all it. over the place and end Absolutely. up stuck in a tree. So. Better come on, Raven. I'm the string. Absolutely. That's Raven. You better preach, Raven. <laughs> I like that. There's a kite and I'm the string. Now, I know that Cedric had to go grab some, but I will say it was amazing that he walked off. He's like this. Oh, you just going to keep holding me down? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. 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 Where's your string? I'm flying away. I'm cutting this string. It's food. Uh, all right. So then let's move. So we talked about this idea of submission, right? And of course, by itself, it can sound terrible. But then now, what is love, especially love from husband towards wife? What does that look like uh, in your marriage? How does and what does that mean for you all? <clears throat> I can start it off so everybody else can get be. I can be done. Um, <laughs> really? For, for me, it, it means loving through every season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good and bad. And, and for me, uh, might be a little, might get, might get emotional here a little bit, but uh, <laughs> as you get older, things start to happen. Yeah. And uh, two years into our marriage, mm -hmm. I, I was diagnosed with sarcoidosis. And when I say love through every season, <laughs> That season is not always a great season. Yeah. Um, there are seasons of pain, sickness, yeah. loss, um, financial difficulty. Um, There's so many different seasons. And the fact that when you have someone who will love you through all of that, 
man, that, that, that shouts me. It makes me worship. It makes me just think about God and his love yeah. to really love us through every season of our life and to be there. So for me, uh, you know, I, I just say that love for us is loving through every season, good and bad. And yeah. uh, you, you, as you get older, you start thinking about those, that oath. For me, I think about that oath all the time to yeah. do us part. I think about it all the time. If you have a sickness in your body, yeah. you can't help but think about, you know, when. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I've been of a mind as I've gotten older in our marriage to enjoy simple things. Yeah. Um, things that we didn't enjoy when we were younger, that right. we just fast, that move, move by. Yeah. Right. I kind of want to sit in it now. So mm-hmm. to me, it's just loving through every season. That That's how I view our love. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, it, I'm going to piggyback off that a little bit. Um, because you said seasons, and I told Pastor about a book, and I haven't quite started it yet, but it's called The Four Seasons of Marriage, and it's by Gary Chapman, so he's the one who did the love languages, and um, I I started it a little bit, and it's really interesting, because I believe there are seasons in marriage that will test love, and I remember my mom saying, you guys are twitterpated. I don't know where she got the word from. I don't know if it's a real word, but she said, you get twitterpated, baby. You know, <laughs> you just get that warm, fuzzy feeling inside when you're first dating, but the true test of time, like you said, Reverend Joel, it's when you're going through all those other challenges right. and changes right. and different times in your life where you have kids and then you don't have kids or kids end up with a sickness and there's different things that are pulling on your relationship and on your marriage and even there's sometimes there's people that are in your ear that are trying to get in your marriage and you have to make sure that you block out that noise and you just focus on each other Mm -hmm. I'll add a little levity to all of this and this is this is kind of how I see love I got him he's got me We were traveling down Highway 17 and somebody was trying to push me down the road. I got the kids in the car. They're grown. And I'm like, I can't believe this person is pushing me down the road. Now I'm following Rod. And all of a sudden he gets behind Rod. Rod changes lanes and he gets behind him. And I was like, oh, he's not the one you want to get behind. So then he thought he was going to get foolish. Well, Fast and the Furious came out on me. And I was like, you are not pushing my man down no highway. That part. That's mine. Come on. And so I was like, okay, we go. My kids are in the back. Not kids. Young adults are looking at me like, mom, are you for real? Yes. yes because if he gets interesting, I want him to know that I'm behind him. There you go. And you don't play with what's mine. There you go. And you know, that's what I'm saying. We got each other's back. Yeah. Mm. To me, that is love. Yes. To make yeah. sure that you're not yeah. messing. Mm-mm. And I think he got the message as we were going down, <laughs> coming from Santa Cruz. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know how narrow it can get? Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was, and our kids actually refer to us as Mr. and Mrs. Smith now, because of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, and it, it's, you know, we really just defined how love looks like in our marriage as unwavering uplift and support. And, we also talked about instances throughout our marriage. Our kids, as she mentioned, are now adults themselves with their own families. But um, we can honestly say that they've never heard us argue or disagree. And, you know, they watch that 
emulated that. And now they're actually implementing the same type of an approach in their relationship. Even though we disagree, we didn't go behind closed doors, raise our voice and what have you, because you don't know what kind of impact that will have long term, right? Going back to submission. And, you know, now that brings in other factors. So, so there are, there are so many instances where we had a chance to diverge in front of, you know, mixed company, but we never did that. Mm-hmm. So, so we attribute that to our parents mm-hmm. who have, have, both sets of parents have been married now 60 years. Almost. Wow. Um, and my dad was the one who married us and we were the first couple after he was ordained that he married. So there were a number of of pearls of wisdom that he imparted on us before we embarked on that 3,000 mile journey. Yeah, and I just want to know, both of them were crying. I'm like, is this a good thing or a bad thing? Because I'm starting to feel some kind of way, you know, but almost 36, 36, 37, okay, 36 years. But all in all, I said, I gave the analogy because love is having each other's back, yes. yeah. Yeah. making yeah. sure that you protect one another right. uh, and, and you, and, and that's children, that's other parents, that's friends. Be careful on the company you keep with your relationships. They're not all good for you. Mm -hmm. And don't look at other couples to design what you think yours should look like. That's right. People only show you what they want. That's right. Absolutely. What's going on in the background. So make sure you keep your eyes on God. Pray about it. Keep your relationship between each other. And love on each other through all of the bumps and the ups and downs and do it all. Excellent. Yeah, I think we're in total agreement. I feel like for us, it is the love is exemplified in the way that, of course, we support each other. Yeah. But also that we we do our best to try to see the best in each other. Mm. Like so many times, there's so many moments where you know frustration can arise, where things aren't flowing the way, and I can take it and I can assume that you had malintent. I can assume you were trying to get mm-hmm. under my skin, right? And mm-hmm. I, so then I can respond in kind, right. where the gift should be. Well, I, this is the this is the space. This is the place where you should be more most comfortable. You should feel most supported. You can be one hundred percent you. Like my goal is to to be like you know the sons of Noah that came in and covered them up. Like man, ain't nobody about to come on my wife because I'm covering her, right? You know, right, I, right. I, I, I want to make sure she's always presented in the best. I want to make sure that she knows that. Um, and then on the flip side of that, it makes it even more challenging than when we do disagree. Because I'm like, man, you know, I'm the main one rocking for you. How you yeah. come to be like this, right? And so right. it is that constancy of being reminded that my love has to be extended towards you, even when yours may not be. Mm-hmm. And how many ways I've learned from her when, you know, I'm ready to, all right, I'm ready to throw the tooth. I'm ready to give you the silent treatment. And she keep walking around like she didn't even notice it. Don't notice yeah. me. Not trying yeah. to ignore you. No, don't walk around like everything is okay. No, no, I'm ignoring you. And you need to know that. And she's like, la, la, la. I'm like, how dare you act like everything is all right and you know it ain't all right. You know? Oh. <laughs> right. But, oh, God. And how, how much I have emotionally matured, even mm. in relating her yeah. in the way that she deals with moments and mm. roughly that goes vice versa too. That's what our love looks like, right? It is that constancy of of growth support um, and being there for each other. 
yeah. I, have to, I have to agree with it on our side as well. It's it's our commitment to each other, to support mm -hmm. each other um, emotionally, spiritually, uh, even physically, like being there and supporting each other, but not just supporting, but growing together. Mm -hmm. Growing how you handle communication with each other. Um, if she's upset at me or I'm upset at her, never going to a negative spot and attacking each other, but mm -hmm. find a way to communicate and addressing issues positively. Um, yeah. Men are always agree, but it doesn't need to get nasty. Right. And that's right. that's growth. You learn how to communicate, but understand her emotions. Like I can tell when she's upset or something's bothering her. Yeah, or yeah. Tell when she needs space um, and give that to her. Um, so it's it's I think that's our love, like trusting each other, supporting each other, but growing together as well. Um <laughs> Um, and supporting each other in every aspect. It's so funny. Then he just looked at you like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> this is my show. Um, <laughs> say it right, Dad. Say it right. <laughs> I, and I mean, we're, we're, we're almost eight years in. I mean, we've had some disagreements or whatever, but I think mm. we've been together a total of what, 11 years now? 2000. Yeah, 11 years. <laughs> so, I mean, we've always had each other's back. You know? I think one of the hard ones was when we first moved here and she got a job that she wasn't happy with mm -hmm. and that was hard for her so mm -hmm. I was there to support her and and say you know keep looking but you know I, I got you um and now she's in a position she loves so mm -hmm. it's being there for that person through ups and downs like you said but also just having that growth together and showing your commitment to the relationship shows mm -hmm. that all right, I'm gonna break it up a bit. So uh, for those of you that are attendees, there might be a question that you wanna ask. So you can drop it into the Q&A or you can raise your hand and I can allow you to jump in and ask a question. And if that's the question, then we can do this. So Samaria has already dropped one. She said, can you provide an accepted definition for submission or submit just for a conversational purposes. And so, of course, the dictionary has a definition, and even the scriptural definition, the word actually does mean to subordinate, to willingly subject yourself to somebody else, and there are times where that same word means obey, right? And so, of course, like I said on Sunday, there's no way that we can run away from that, uh, mm -hmm. what that looks like, and I'm not trying to, but I am trying to create that there are healthy ways that that can look. Right. And so in acknowledging that submission has not always been done healthily, right. what we've done oftentimes in society, we say, OK, so then there's no value in that. Right. Like we've taken throwing the baby out with the bathwater when that's not always the case. The case should be that submission looks like willing, voluntary willingness to give of oneself because of the self-sacrificing love that one is also experiencing. And when those two are together. Right then, uh, that submission, that willingness to follow, as my wife would say, um, I think it makes more space. So uh, I just want to create a space. And anybody want to uh, provide a question? I want to make sure that we can get to you guys uh, mm -hmm. before we jump into um, further questions, because uh, we we got a couple, and as y'all can see, we can talk. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, as you all are getting questions together, I'll throw out another one. So then. Uh, Challenges. What have been some of the biggest challenges that you all have faced uh, in your marriage? <laughs> I'll go first. 
Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I'll, I'll willingly submit to this one. Uh, I <laughs> challenges is, is creating space for each other in the midst of parenting. Mm. Like, our lives have mm. become very um, task oriented. Like, did you get this done? Did you, have we picked up the kids? Do have they fed? You know, there's a lot of things that have to be get done in the course of a day, and it doesn't create space for Cedric and Raven as opposed to mom and dad. And mm -hmm. so that's a, we're still working through that challenge, of course. Um, but I think that's where we are, and I I can see the future with people with older children and that, and they have date nights and they do all the things. Mm -hmm. um, but just right now in this moment, that's not where we are, and it's just. Can we make it through to the next phase? You know, is this the thought? Right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a lot of head shaking, a lot of ditto. <laughs> yeah. We've all yes. been there. Yes. Exactly. Yes. I don't even know who I don't even know who she is. Did you do that? Like, don't tell me <laughs> did you do that? Yeah, yeah. We totally get it. We totally get it. Um, I was I would give one. One of my well, I feel like one of the uh challenges in our marriage mm -hmm. is communication. My husband gets on me. I don't want to say gets on me, but he mm -hmm. helps me often when I communicate. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to communicate um, and make sure that I say the correct words. Um, but no, oftentimes <laughs> I will talk and I will say things. And there may be some times where I say one thing but she means and I like mean it. something else. But in my mind, you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, exactly. You understand what mm -hmm. I'm saying. I'm like, and, why didn't you and, just say what you meant? And so I, I went and got it. And so here, here lies the problem. Okay, here lies the problem. Okay, I I feel that he knows what I'm trying to communicate. Mm -hmm. and he's helping me to become a better communicator uh he's like no i don't understand what are you what are you, what are you trying to say or no that that's that's not what that means mm -hmm. and so in in doing that then i kind of you know like my whole attitude was shift a little bit because i'm mm -hmm. like oh, okay i don't know who you think you are <laughs> like this. you see the answer raven Thank you. first of all yeah <laughs> I've been talking like this my whole life. Wrong your whole life. No, see, <laughs> uh, it's a frustration for rise. Absolutely. Uh, but it does it doesn't last long. But I will say that's one of the things, um, one of the challenges mm -hmm. in our mm -hmm. in our marriage is it's communicating. Absolutely. Not in and I don't want I don't want people to misunderstand me. We communicate with really each well. other. Um, sometimes he will tell or say how he feels and then vice versa. So we communicate is just in him helping. I don't want to say correcting him, helping me mm -hmm. communicate better. That's when, you know, frustrations rise. To take up for myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, what my goal is to try to alleviate as much confusion as possible. And so there, since we think very differently, I often don't assume the thing that she is saying. And so now I'm like, okay, I have three possibilities of what that could have meant. And I don't know exactly you know, which one I don't know. Because you know. uh, then when I choose the one I think you mean, then you're like, you know, I didn't mean that. If I knew you didn't mean that, I wouldn't have done this. <laughs> we wouldn't be here now. But, um, but so like, I feel like, but that's a big thing. Like I'm huge on communication, but I'm also very direct. Like I say what I mean, right? Like I don't need you to interpret it. 
Like, I didn't say that because I don't mean that. I said this because I meant this. And so, but even in learning, just because that's the way I communicate, doesn't mean that's always the best way for her to communicate. And it's not always the best way for our boys to communicate. Like we have two kids and it is amazing. One communicates very much like me. We get along very well. We get it. One communicates very much like my wife, right? And so even in learning him, I'm like this. That's not what you meant. Now let me go through the 15 varieties of what that could have meant to try to figure out what you're communicating to me right now. Because you act just like your mother, right? So then she could become the decoder ring. I'm like, babe, what did he mean? Because I don't get it. <laughs> you understand me? And I said, <laughs> But look at God's design, though. Right. Look at God's design. You right. got two interpreters in the house. Right? Listen, that's right. Thankfully, that's if, if we would have had one more, we don't know what they would have said. It's a good hybrid. A good hybrid, hybrid between the two. Yes. Yes. I think for us, it just depends on what season you're talking about. You know, I mean, we've been married for 28 years. So in the beginning, it may have been finances. It may have been... Um, for me, ministry um, was a big thing because I was a young mom. We were just married. Mm -hmm. He accepted his call and he was gone all the time. Mm -hmm. So that was, you that was a big issue. <laughs> it was huge, brother. It was huge. <laughs> Listen, I want the other, I want the other Joe. Not the reverend, the <laughs> other reverend. Oh, you wait until we get married and then you get married. Right, right. Uh-huh, I see. Now you want to get holy. Here we go. Right, and I'm just going to keep it real. real. That was a huge, huge. that was real. a huge issue for us yeah. in the yeah. beginning yeah. of our marriage, you know? But, you know, as time has gone on it's been other things it's been like joel said we get older and we have health issues i'm going through menopause so it could be intimacy issue i mean there's just a lot of things that people don't talk about that yeah, yeah, yeah. you know different seasons of your marriage you may be going through Absolutely. you know Absolutely. Absolutely. yeah and i would say at that that it's just important to educate yourself in those seasons because in the beginning when she started you know going through the menopause stuff I thought it was me, you know, I thought, okay, you know, what's, is it me? But I didn't, I didn't really understand until I read up on it to understand what a woman's body goes through when right. that happens. Right. And it, it just allowed me to have compassion knowing that, you know, she didn't ask for it. You know what I mean? She didn't ask for that to happen to her. And, and let's see how we can work through it together. And yeah. of course it's been a challenge, but, but I think that when you, I, there's not a day that I can't look back and think back to that that day, that day we got married, yeah. what I felt on that day, yeah. um, mm -hmm. how it felt for me to, to get engaged to her, you know, and so I think about all those things and we and we fight. I yeah. think it's also marriage is also a fight. Mm -hmm. It's a fight for your lives, yeah. it's a fight for the life yeah. unit of your family. Yeah. Right. And right. So it's a fight, man. Who am I to throw in the towel because we're in a seasonal patch of yeah. dealing with something? We right. got through everything else in 28 years. You know, God will get us through this. So right. we just continue to fight. Now that all fight, that fight always don't look good though. Right. <laughs> you, know, you know, I mean, you know, sometimes your body wants what it wants and when they don't mm. get it, you know, you got right. attitude, you know, Listen, it's it's things that right. happen with that being realistically honest. Yes. But at the same time, you 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 tend to understand that we can we can get through, you know, this season. Damn. You know. Yeah. So we we often look at it, and I'll let you chime in, because I think you have that wonderful sentence that you created and articulated so well. 
Mr. Spock. And <laughs> I'm Captain Kirk. So as you talk about communicating and some of the challenges, it could also be personality differences. He's very logical. He's an engineer. And that's why I say, you know, Mr. Spock and I'm Captain Kirk because I love and I want to. And, I <laughs> and she's emotionally driven. Emotionally driven. Yes. Yeah. I bring people on a planet. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, that's not logical. That's right. So, <laughs> We didn't ask for that. That's, That's right. Exactly. I did not. Exactly. But one of the things that I think we've all hit on it, and Joel, and, and I can understand where you guys are at, and that's where, to me, love shines even more. Brighter. Yeah. And brighter. Yeah. Because oftentimes, people will look at love as being intimate. Mm -hmm. And intimacy, that is a part of it. Uh, Gary Chapman talks about it but it shouldn't be the thing that leads your marriage or defines the love that you have for someone because somebody medically could change. Then what do you not right. love them anymore? Right. Yeah. You know, women go through a lot of different changes. Menopause is real. I have my own warming trends. I know what that feels like. It'd be zero degrees outside and it's a hundred for <laughs> me and I will go outside and stand and nobody wants to understand why. And I'm like, you know what, right. give me a moment. I need to go out and just get some coolness. Absolutely. So, you know, it's during those times where things aren't the way you expect them to be, or you can't get what you want, that you really test your love and Absolutely. have to fight for it because there's things that are operating against you. And I think this is where sometimes people get off that roller coaster. And we often use the roller coaster as an analogy, you know, when you get off and then you want to go again, but some people get to that platform. And they're ready to go. Right. I don't want any more hills. I don't, I don't want any more. I'm ready to go. Versus staying on that roller coaster and going through those ups and downs in those valleys. And you get stronger. Yeah. That's right. But oftentimes, there's different phases and stages. And 36 years, he showed me the calculation. So, Mr. Spock, you are right. I thought it was you're not showing the calculation. You not, not showing it. exactly. No, not showing he, it. he did this. He did the phone. He said, "Show you proof, though. I understand that. That's you right. Have to give you proof, otherwise you'd have never went with it. You'd never let it down. This is gonna be thirty-five for the next two years. You saw all those people thirty-six. You know, thirty-seven. But." But it's one of those things where you just have to ride. And we yep. tell people that are, you know, young in their marriage and, and we've been through it. We've had silent moments. We, we've had times where we just had to give each other space. And that's real. And you have to own up to that being real because mm -hmm. anybody who says there's nothing wrong with their marriage, everything is going smooth. I want to know who you got on the side yes. or wow. what is really going on. Right. Because I don't know what kind of relationship you got. Two different people that are brought together that are totally different that yeah. all of a sudden have to be murdered. Right. Everything is perfect. Yeah. No, Absolutely. Yeah. No. Well, we also have different backgrounds, different experiences. Mm -hmm. uh, our upbringings were very different. Uh, my parents are, are still working, right? And they're, they're just... Uh, you know, my dad's going on 81 and my mom's going on 77 and they're still working in a, in a labor intensive business. So that's their focus. But her parents are both retired. So they're like, well, it's time to shut it down. So, you know, actually communicating through all of life's challenges mm -hmm. is, you know, in life stages 
has been the biggest challenge for us as we move into you know the latter stages with grandkids and things like that. So absolutely, and just recognizing the time, I do want to uh, jump in real quick. I did see yep. a couple of questions get posted. So, uh, Lumisha put in, "How do you handle disappointment when you or your partner makes unfavorable choices or causes hurt?" Listen, that's that's a real question, and and I'll say. Um, one of the things that that you that bothers me still is there are moments where in my moment of hurt, I'll respond in kind to my wife. And I hate it. Mm-hmm. You know, like nothing, nothing breaks me more than seeing her unhappy or seeing her, you know, brokenhearted. So, you know, the hardest thing is to kind of rebuild that trust. And and thankfully, like none of our stuff has been really big. It mm-hmm. hasn't been like, you know, where I've actually gone out and done something, but sometimes we do get to that point. So this person made me mad. So we intentionally went out and did this. And one of the hardest things to do in any relationship is rebuild that trust, mm-hmm. right? When, when you've given yourself to this person and you know that you can de- depend on them and now you can't depend on them and you have to kind of start that back o- over, like that's a real, that's a real situation. And it, and the challenge is we don't get to tell how much time it takes for that trust to be reestablished. Right, like right. Once you break it, like in your head, all right, a few months, we'll be yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, we ready to move forward. And they like, nah, no, no, no. You on a two-year probationary period right now. <laughs> We're checking references. You understand me? Um, and so I think that's, that's really it. I think communication is key. You know, just to be honest, not about where you want to be, but to be honest about where you are. And what you're really yes. saying, um, and then the honesty and the integrity to be surrounded by people who will also hold you and help you move forward too. Because you know that's the other thing. Like there are times where, like when we first got married, all our friends were single, and so mm-hmm. they they have wonderful, wonderful advice for single people. Mm-hmm. They have absolutely terrible advice. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And so, like just even kind of learning that who we surround ourselves, the, the intentionality right. of our own communication and truly the dependence on God. And um, being okay with allowing somebody within that, within that circle. Before we got married, someone told us, you need a toilet, okay? What does that mean? You need a somebody- A friend, that is. Yeah. Yes, you need um, someone that you're able to communicate with mm-hmm. and they take that information and they flush it down the toilet. Mm-hmm. They don't act differently towards your spouse. You mm-hmm. know, they don't, they don't look at them sideways because the information that they just had, they took it and they threw it away. And right. so you have to get to the point, especially in those situations. And I will speak for me. I cannot have him do something that hurts me and I keep it to myself because mm-hmm. I would have created a good 10 different stories <laughs> in my head on why he did it and and, and how the situation should have gone. Mm -hmm. But if if I'm comfortable enough with opening open up to a a close friend of mine, then she will be able to kind of talk me off the ledge, give me reasonable uh, explanations or help me to think things through. So we, it has to be the right person, though. Right? It, has to, it has to be the right, be the right person. And, yeah, and in that moment, I really feel, you know, it's okay. Okay, God, who should I talk to? Like, I, I know I can come and talk to you, but Lord, I need to hear a, a physical, I need to hear a voice in my ear, like a loud 
voice, not a soft steel voice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I need that interaction. So Mo, you're absolutely correct. You have to have the right person because what you also don't want to do is tell someone and then they go off and then they're they're absolutely. telling the whole world. You know, mm-hmm. then that that just does that does not help. Yeah. 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 But I think like you said, it's it's communication. Like if I you have to be willing to communicate or open to communicate with your partner. So like if I did something wrong or something in my action has upset her, I'm the kind of person that I like to analyze and I think about yeah. what did I do or how did mm-hmm. I use, or did I do something wrong? Absolutely. And I'll say it to her. I think like the one instance we came back from vacation and we were leaving the parking garage and she, oh. <laughs> it was late. Like we got in like at midnight. Yeah. We had at midnight. We got two kids who are tired, hungry, baby's crying in the back seat. I'm sleeping tired because I stayed up all with my son on the plane, making sure he was quiet and everything. We get to the parking lot and I'm just ready to go. We get up to the gate and we have these Groupons to get a discount on our parking because we have been there for almost a month. And the guy scans, he's like, it's not working. Mm-mm. And <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it was gonna cost us an extra two hundred dollars to get out of this gate. And he scanned one and it worked, and the other two supposedly didn't work. Right. And I had to get out of the car, get up to that guy, and say, "Oh no! If mm-hmm. one works, you're gonna figure out how to get those other two to yes, work." Well, yeah, right. problem. But when the he thing, was ready to go. I was ready to go. He was handing credit card. I was, I was like, like, "Put that credit no. back." Right. <laughs> but, get, but in that moment, she was getting upset. But and, upset was but, what was needed to get through to that man that but we were going to pay more. But that's not the, that's not the, what I'm trying to say. I, I, I've left <laughs> I went somewhere else. I apologize. All right. <laughs> I, 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 she I was telling she was, right back. She was like this. Right. I'm angry again right now. Exactly. But the situation was she was upset and I'm sitting there and I'm not standing up and saying, you need taking care of me. It got so bad that she had to get out and confront the guy to get him to do it. And I'm just tired. Sydney's in the back. I'm ready to go. Yeah. upset. And I had to look at it like we were quiet. We drove to get something to eat. And I just sat down and say, hey, uh, that was my place. I shouldn't let you get that upset about it. I should have stepped up and said something to the man or talked to the manager. But I was, it's that kind of communication, like opening up. And even though I said that, she's like, it's not your fault. I understand that you were tired and ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's that kind of understanding, that kind of communication. Like if you make a misstep, it's okay to talk to your partner up front. You don't always have to go to someone else. Like if that partnership is is there, sometimes it's okay to communicate. Hey, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. And y'all talk about it and fix it amongst yourselves. And I think that's one of the things like we're really good at. Like she'll come in and, and sometimes, and I love this about her. Like she's like, let's do a little check-in. How are you doing? Is everything okay? Good. She'll ask those questions. Um, if not, I'm the kind of person coming from my family. I'm quiet. I keep everything to myself. I analyze everything, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm better at communicating how I feel and do things. Um, but it's that kind of growth and partnership that really, really helps. Yeah. yeah. I, I do want to add. Just for, I know we got time, Pastor. I know we got to cut some time, but I, I do want to help Lumisha with her question uh, because I think there are there are some hurts that can be given that are hard to recover from. Yeah. Meaning that you could be, I can be as apologetic as I want to be about, about a hurt, but there can be a hurt that can uh, hurt so bad that there is, no, there is, it's going to take you, you're going to have to deal with it 
for yeah. life. And then I want to give you guys one and I'll be totally transparent. You know, as a minister, I have been with people all the time in our marriage, uh, you know, leaving the house at three in the morning, somebody's on their deathbed and I got to be there. So I've had to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, when my wife's father was passing, I, I, I wasn't there. I chose to do something else unintentionally thinking that I'm me taking care of my son was the better thing to do while she was there, but I left her alone and they had to disconnect him themselves. I know for a fact that no matter how much I apologize, this has hurt her for a lifetime. Because if I can go do this for everybody else in the church and abroad and not for my whole family, I fail. And I think that that kind of pain has a remorse in me to never let it happen again. But it's also a pain that she carries and has to forgive me from. So it could either make her stronger in this and make me stronger and make us stronger, but it's a it's a it's something that can't be fixed, right? I can't go back and do the right thing and be there and say the prayers and 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 be there with the family, holding their hands and holding them up like I do everybody else. But does that actually cause a resentment for her? What I do for the church, I hear I've done it for everybody else, yeah. but I failed in this one moment. And so I want to say to Lamisha. There are times where there is some unrecoverable things that we just live with yeah. in our marriage. Yeah. And, and like I mentioned before, we fight through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, I, I've absolutely loved this. I think uh, we can kind of close out because I want to be mindful of everybody's time. Um, we'll close out with the question of maybe what is one thing that you learned, one thing that, that uh, you wish you could have taken in uh, to to this marriage that you didn't know before. And we'll kind of make that our kind of last round. And then for those of you that attended, if uh, you you would like to be connected, you wanna, we're trying to see if we have seeds for a married couples ministry, cause I don't want this to be a one-off. I don't want us to just do it one time. Uh, but if there are more folks that are interested in something like this, I would love to create some seeds. Rod and Terry had let out uh, a class for us a while before. And so we're looking to try to get that reconnected. But if you're interested, just put a, a yes up in the chat or put lift your hand, whatever that thing is, so we can know if we have some uh, some traction here, then I want to make sure that we uh, we do that. But let's close out. Uh, one thing that you wish you would have known um, prior to getting married. I got to cook all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta go first. I think it will relate to across the board that it was going to require me to move three thousand miles away from my family because we got married and shortly thereafter we moved. But he couldn't find a job on the East Coast nowhere. But that was mm-hmm. God's doing. And as I got older and got over a lot of time of struggling with the fact that I was here and my family was there, I realized that God was in it and I would have missed out on so many things mm-hmm. by staying there, that God had directed us to be where we were supposed to be. Because if he wanted us there, a job would have opened up. We would have stayed. Right. And we looked, earnestly looked for an opportunity. I'm healthcare, I can work anywhere. But we ended up 3,000 miles away. Mm-hmm. Best decision ever. Family, we we have church family. God has provided for our kids. And I think sometimes we, you know, put our stick our heels in and go, no. But I think if we look back and say about marriage before I got married, then we wouldn't be where we are. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? So 
I don't know if I want to know something before <laughs> I got married yeah. because I might have messed up God's plan mm. by doing something different if I'd have known something different. Mm. So, well, one point of levity as we close out our, our portion of this question. She literally did not stop sobbing and crying until somewhere in the middle of Ohio, and we left Western oh, no, New it York. Was right? It was past Ohio. So this was, was crying in the desert. Yeah, this, 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 <laughs> that's a sermon. Crying in the desert. This, this was interesting. I'm thinking the whole time I should turn around. You know. So, no. Yeah. Well, anybody else? Cindy's like, I got this. Um, I think I would have, what did I want to know before? That I wasn't marrying the situation, I was marrying the person. Mm. And I say that because when we first started dating, there wasn't a Groupon activity we didn't do. We were hiking, we were, you know, kayaking, we did all the things, traveled. And then we have children now and we can't do any of those things. <laughs> but I, still have, I still love him and I still want to be with him. So it wasn't the, the bells and whistles of that love when you first meet, but it's more like the companionship of the person that you're really connecting to. Yeah. Because we don't really know where we're going, but we just know we want to be do it together. So that would be what I'd want to stick to. <laughs> and I have to agree. I think it seems like you, you get in this marriage, you're in that honeymoon phase and you're doing all these things, traveling overseas and doing stuff. And then you have kids and the situation changes. Yes. Uh, it, it, kids growing up, going to a different school, learning um, to work together. I think if, if I would have known, like being patient is very key. Mm. Yeah. Looking at the situation, like to say, hey, there's a lot of people that have gone through this. This would happen we'll be okay and we'll work through it um it wasn't always like knowing that you know what this is Claire and Cliff Huxable having a good time <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is not not what what it is it's you're gonna have those moments but there are also gonna be a lot of moments where you don't get to do that like you're coming home tired from work you want to have some kind of intimate time together but you're putting two kids down to sleep or you're tired because you work late at night um we haven't traveled in a while mm. but if you have that patience and that commitment, knowing that it, it helps you to grow. And I think that's one thing I would like to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll close, I'll say, uh, I wish I would have known that it's work, right? Uh, and not in a negative sense, but like, it doesn't flourish if I don't pay attention. Yeah. And you know, I give attention to so many other things, my study, mm -hmm. my job, like you can build all these things and the expectation that this relationship will just be, mm -hmm. and it won't just be mm -hmm. if we're not if we're not intentional, if we're not working um, in some real ways to to make sure that our lives don't grow so far apart mm -hmm. that now you know there's a gulf between us that maybe we can't mm -hmm. we can't jump right. Like and so that level of work now is fun to me. Like I, I enjoy the process, constantly finding new things for us to do together. Um, but if we didn't, like who knows where we would be? Like it says. It just doesn't. It just doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. right? Like right. we have to be very intentional to make sure that we're saying no. This is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this. So, yeah. all right. Thank you all so much. Um, it feels only right that we close out with a prayer for families. And so, uh, Reverend, I kick it over to you, man. <clears throat> All right, we did have a hand up in Imani's. Do we want to acknowledge the people with the hand? I up thought I thought he put the hand up saying that he was interested in. Uh, Getting okay. together. Okay. Yeah. That's it, what I it. thought it was. Okay. Got it. Okay. 
just want to make sure we answered everybody's question. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. All right. All right. Well, this has been a great time. Um, yeah. You know, there's so many things that I just, in closing, that we say we wish we could have known. Uh, I, neither one of us had an opportunity to see a healthy marriage in our parents. Wow. So, so the blueprint was really up to us. And so uh, when we started talking about this and that last verse of exasperating your child, one thing we can agree on in our marriage is we did, we did, the, we did right by him. We couldn't think of one thing we disagreed about in parenting mm. for our son who's 24. We can't think of one thing. And I feel like that was just God and also proof of being ordained. I say it again. God has called us to be husband and wife for a reason. And the evidence is in our children, in our, the favor that he shows our marriage. And it ain't always, you know, happy. Yeah. And it ain't always sunshine and, and rainbows. Push through. But we push through it and, and we keep our oath to one another and God do the rest. Amen. Yeah. Let's pray. Let's Master, we thank you for an opportunity to come together, God. We pray and, and I'm so grateful for all of the wisdom that was shared yes, today. Thank you, Lord. Uh, it's so good to, to hear uh, couples who have been together not so long and then long and then longer mm -hmm. and come together with so much of the same wisdom of how you are leading. Mm -hmm. We thank you, God, that you saw so fit to put us together. Yes, God. We pray for those who are going to come and listen and watch this later. Yeah, we Lord. pray that they feel your presence to know that there is hope. Mm -hmm. There is joy in marriage. Yes, God. There is work in marriage. There is struggle in marriage. Mm -hmm. But God, you're in the midst of it all. And so, God, we pray that others will be like us. We've made a decision. Come hell or high water, mm. stay on this roller coaster yes, Lord. until you bring it to a stop. Please, Jesus. And so, God, we pray that you would just keep us, keep us together, keep us healthy. God, we're foolish enough to pray for 50 years and beyond. Mm. Allow us to see it in this lifetime is our prayer. Yes, and yes, I pray God. a special blessing on every couple here, those yes. with young children and those with children who are adults. Mm -hmm. that you would continue to bless and keep them mm -hmm. and their grandchildren and generations to come. Mm -hmm. Everything that is to be said about marriage be a reflection of what our, our children have seen in us. Yes, God. And it goes all the way down to their children's 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 children. Yes, God. We pray that. And we thank you for your presence today. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. Jesus, Jesus my name. Amen. 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 All right. Thank you all for uh, that have attended. We're saying sayonara. Thank you for- Bye. God bless y'all. You guys uh, we, have a good week. Have a good one. You too. Have a good week. We'll see y'all soon.